on this episode. No, have you ever strung guitar? Obviously yeah, not. I've played, played bass no for many years. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. You yeah. play bass? Slap it bass? Bass guitar, yeah. What? Did you think that was going to get you pussy? That's exactly why I started doing it. And it, it did. <laughs> what? That's how I got my first girlfriend. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, yeah. Suck on that neck tattoo. <laughs> kind of my so, shit worked. Kind of so, <laughs> kind of, it's not so permanent. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can just literally put it put, down. Put my face away yeah. and have sex. You have to have sex with the neck tattoo. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> everybody and welcome to another episode of no country for middle-aged men i am your host mark pearson and this is my co-host the man who loves the sound of his own voice adam radloff look i've been told my entire life that my voice is soothing to the ears monotone never have i once been told that it's boring monotonous or monotonous or like a dirge worthy or um <laughs> Yeah, monotone in general. Um, <laughs> I find that women enjoy a boring voice because it's comforting. It also puts them to sleep. People need to sleep, Mark. Yeah. That's a thing. Yep. You need eight hours of sleep. I just read the other today that if you don't get eight hours of sleep in your like your middle age, yeah, like your middle ages, it vastly increases your chance of Alzheimer's. Uh huh. So yeah. Oh, I'm fucked. Every woman in my bed, you're welcome. I'm helping protect you with the goodness of my own heart. Yeah. Also on the show today, we have special guest comedian Brian Gendron. Ah, thanks for having me, guys. Is yeah. it pronounced Gendron or is it he, Gendron? He nailed it. Nailed perfect. It. Perfect. Yeah. He knows. You got French, French relatives? French relatives? No, I've been to France. That's about as close as I got. That's it. And by he went he to France, it. it means he's been to La Madeleine. No, I mean, I've actually been to Paris. <laughs> Paris, Texas? Fuck you. <laughs> they have a hat on, they have an Eiffel Tower too. It just kind of has a hat on top of it. You know that? Yeah, one? of yeah. course. That's one of the, that's like, that was the inspiration of that reoccurring gag that I do. So I always do like, anyone could name any city in the world. And I'm like, oh, Beirut, Texas? Like jokingly, it's like, <laughs> it's right. a hack thing. That doesn't yeah. sound funny. Yeah, <laughs> I enjoy it and it's for me. So um, that's how Adam, most of Adam's stand up jokes are. Exactly. It's for him. And it was inspired by Paris, Texas, because I knew that there was a Paris, Texas. So I made that joke and that was the birth of that annoying, reoccurring joke that I enjoy. <laughs> and only you. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so you said from the Northeast. What part of the Northeast are you from, Brian? I am from Paris, New Hampshire. Um, that's is not, that true? No, that's not true. It's <laughs> messing with you. Uh, I'm just from New See Hampshire. See how fun it is? It's not. <laughs> oh, it's not fun? It's I said not. it and you instantly said it. I'm already not enjoying myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to unlock your inner dad humor. That's like, that's my wheelhouse. And that's what we need to get you in. I mean, I mean, it's, you already do have some dad humor. So I, was, I was close. I was going to say Massachusetts. Massachusetts, but New Hampshire's right there. Yeah, just north of Mass. Mass is like uh, maybe 15 minutes away. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I love New Hampshire and I love Maine. What are you doing up there? Buying meth? No. <laughs> is New Hampshire a big meth place? Live free or die opiates. Yeah. Yeah, that's, oh, uh, that's not an opioid. It's a 
Uh, no, it's separate, but we got both. It depends, whatever you're separate looking for. Equal, you whatever say. you're looking for. Uh, no, a lot of people that I went to high school with have overdosed on on. Uh, you know what they say about those charter schools? No, no. I look. Uh, I look like that might be the. I went to public school. We're not going to show any of your pictures for the posting of this. So, for everyone who hears this, I'm going to paint a picture for you. God's about three fifty. <laughs> Five foot six, this slovenly, uh, like this gross. I did weigh uh, 300 at one point. Were never, you really? Never 350. Mm-hmm. How tall are you? 6'2". No, it's fat. It's That's big. If it's 300, no matter where you slice it, it it's, that's big. I mean, you could be, like, yeah, yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Unless you're like a basketball player who's like, like seven foot. In that which case, you're still, still kind of pushing 300 it. 300's still pushing still it. Still yeah. pushing it. Yeah. Um, Not even like How did that happen? Uh, so I, I was right when I got out of college in college, like you walk everywhere, you know, there's girls everywhere. And then I worked a desk job and they just like brought donuts to you all the time. So it's their fault. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, It's the donuts fault. Uh, but no, and just got comfortable with that. Uh, just sitting at the desk. So you were already married at the time? No, no. I had a girlfriend. I had the the same, the girlfriend that I married, but Uh uh, I figured she stuck with me. That's my point. Like you had a level of comfort. Like ah, I don't need to pr- impress anyone anymore. Yeah, maybe bought so. and paid for. Uh, <laughs> but kind of, dude, like you just blow up before you know it. Like you look down one day and you're just like, those are bouncing a little more than they <laughs> than they used to on in the car. And it's like, I think I need to fix this. Right. At what age did you r- turn the ship around? Uh, I, I probably had like a bit of a yo-yo journey. Uh, I never got up to 300 again, but th- this was like 2006. So. I don't know, man. I was I wasn't quite no country for middle age yet, but I was my mid twenties, something like that. Hilarious comedy stylings of Brian. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the heaviest I've ever been, which was it's right now, late last right? year. You look gross. Not just kidding. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the heaviest I've ever been um, is still a hundred pounds less than you were. Um, but no, I, I'm also sh- much shorter. But yeah. I was one ninety nine and like. Point something. Never broke two. It never broke two. If I you had, had hair, fucking, you would have broke it. Exactly. <laughs> if I had fair hair or a single stitch of clothing on, I would have broke it. But um, yeah, and I was a wake up call. I was like, Jesus, I got to start losing some fucking weight. And I've not lost a whole lot of it, but I hope to never cross that threshold to 200 mark. Mendoza line, if you will, <laughs> your baseball fans. But yeah. So just really just donuts? Uh, yeah, donuts, beer, a lot of drinking, mm-hmm. uh, not exercising, not doing any sort of physical activity. Dude, I would do stupid stuff, and I still kind of do this, but not exercise, so it doesn't matter. But I'll eat, I'll, I would have bought like like a whole bag of like Halloween candy and just eat, take it. Yeah. So what feelings yeah. were you trying to bury with well, this dude, massive the, eating? No, hey, a hundred percent, man. That's that was that's how I deal with feelings and stress, and so I got to watch that, right? Even uh-huh. now, I got kids in the house, so we got like I'll eat like a box of their granola bars and be like, "Sorry, no lunch today at school." <laughs> I'm gonna cut up these that bell, northeastern bell peppers. selfishness I was talking about earlier. Yeah, he can't help himself. Yeah, um, I, I try. I got to watch all. I got to keep that all in check, you know. Yeah. So, like, what is your like if if you had your druthers and you could eat whatever you want with no consequence to the waistband, what would be like your favorite food? Uh, so that way I can bring this to the mics and just eat it in front of you uh, <laughs> on a consistent basis. I'd say pizza, which I can't I eat pizza. No big deal. New York style or obviously, I mean, I think North you're at Chicago style. Like yeah. In it's Chicago. Trash. You don't like it? No, I hated it. I tried Gino's 
It was obviously it was in the woodlands, so I mean it wasn't no, in no, Chicago. In, like in Chicago, the way they you know. I get it, it could be different. But how different could it possibly be? This pizza was garbage. Really? I it's hate like, it's it. like a pot. Like it's you know Yeah, it's, it's like, like a, a right. casserole. Yeah. And the crust was so and I eat the crust okay. of my pizza. I don't yeah, waste stuff. Yeah, me Starving too. children and whatnot. Yeah. Uh and I just hated every every, every bit of it. I think I've only tried it twice in my whole life, though. Woodfire Pizza, what's up? Oh, I love Woodfire mm-hmm. Pizza. Oh, there's a place called Bolo in West Alabama. Uh-huh. Have you been there? Oh, no, I'll have to check it out. So the guy that runs Pepperonis, uh, and nobody listens to this, right? So this is just local. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm assuming we can talk Houston. The only listener we have yeah. is Dan Hornstein. Oh, yeah, he's what up, dude. Dan? I love yeah. Dan. Yeah, everyone loves Dan. <laughs> he might be, yeah. Then he's not a big fan of you, though. No. <laughs> no, <Yeah>. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, everyone likes Brian. No, not everybody. But that's all right. most people. It, it's okay. Well, yeah, I don't really, I really don't do wrong by anybody. or try not to. Right. I try to keep my my nose clean in the scene. You know, smart move. Uh, Wish more people would. Yeah. <laughs> so this pizza place, uh, Bolo mm-hmm. is wonderful. West Alabama, uh, the guy that owns Pepperonis, you know, the, all over the city. Yeah. Uh, Bolo's their wood fire concept. I think it's the only one they have. Really good, and it's open late too. So after mics or shows, you can pop. Yeah, up I don't know why we've never discussed this before. Mm-hmm. We had never really even talked about food other than us on this podcast. Yeah. We talked to, to Jolly about food for I heard some a good hour. solid forty five <laughs> minutes to an hour. Yeah, yeah, and it was glorious. And I hope that we didn't cause you to stumble by all that food talk. And gorge on some chicken fried steak or macaroni <laughs> and cheese or any of that good stuff. It sounds like you have more of a sweet tooth. Yeah, I do. That's right. Mm-hmm. I was. I guess I was. That's one of the things. So I've all my calories. I think, or a large chunk of them, come from beer because I, I drink beer. Obviously, you go out to a mic, you have a couple beers. Because I really don't eat a whole lot. That's the only reason I've stayed the weight that I have because I've never worked out. Um, I just don't eat a whole lot. I eat strictly out of necessity. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't, I haven't drank in years, so I don't I don't drink beer either, which helps. I would imagine that'd be a huge help. There's like that 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 alone probably knocks me down like 10, 15 pounds. Just oh, I'd cons- say more than that. Maybe so consistently, and then I'm also vegetarian, and that's another thing that knocks me down. You think 10 he'd pounds. be like some kind of an Iron Man? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, well, you say you were only 300 originally no yeah yeah just trying to man you know this this middle age is no country for middle-aged men you gotta it's tough yeah you know? well so i've i have a shitty thyroid too uh, um not, but um i take medication for it but uh clearly not bad enough to where it's like i'm like gaining tons and tons of weight i thought because like i got on top of that in my or mid 20 mid to late 20s yeah Sorry to hear about your thyroid. I thought yeah, all of your like, bat worst parts were visible. I didn't know. Yeah, was, no. Um, <laughs> some internal think, issues, yeah, too. My love handles are visible, so... I got those, too, man. I can't lose those. Why is that, you think? Um, uh, those are just... Because I was a fat kid, right? So it's Really? Just, it's, yeah, big. Yeah. I think once you get love handles, they yeah. never go away. It's the last thing to go. Yeah. And like I was, I was pretty, pretty dead set on losing them. I just fucking gave up like like a week two weeks ago easter i'm just like uh easter candy uh, uh, and it's been a, a big peeps regression oh uh, no not peeps just all the kids chocolate they got their easter bat i just like stayed up all night eating all their chocolate i say that all my calories come from beer but that's actually not true that i think about it because i will like snack like a kid like when i go to like the the dollar store or the grocery store wherever where you do all like, your shopping exactly dollar 50 store i have no shame in that yeah 
Wait, there's a dollar fifty store right down the street. What? Like a block and a half away, <laughs> and it's better quality than the dollar store. Is that the or is it just higher, mar- higher markup? Fifty, Same stuff, 50 percent better. Uh, they are. They argue. Um, it's stuff that's not quite spoiled yet. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'll get like gummy worms, whoppers, or Reese's. I love anything Reese's made. Uh, chocolate and peanut butter is the best mixture of two ingredients ever, and that's not debatable. Um, I like I like uh, chocolate and like pretzels. You do that too. Those are good too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The sweet, sweet and, and savory. Salty. Yeah, yeah. I'm a sit more of a savory guy, but I also do enjoy some sweets. So this has just become a full on food podcast. Yeah, Charlie yeah was, pretty much. Charlie was on the last one. That's okay. You're like we're just going to talk about whatever. I'm like you should probably pick a format. <laughs> Look, you do you. Don't be breaking down my podcast. Okay. So uh, what brought you here from New Hampshire? So I was chasing my girlfriend at the time around. So she, she we were dating. And Some she, say stalking. Go on. St- <laughs> or st- yeah. Stalk her until she's interested. Um, yeah. So she, we've been dating for a couple of years and she wanted to go to chiropractic college. And there was four in the country that she liked. She was like San Francisco, Houston, uh, fuck, one other place. And then like upstate New York. And I'm her like. grades were that bad, huh? Yeah, yeah. So she had four four that she quote unquote liked. Four that accepted her. Okay. Well, as it goes, it like, would be Houston. God damn it. She liked the one in upstate New York, but it was like 2008 mortgage crisis and the right. economic fallout. I'm like I can't get work up there, and so we came down here. And like they totally flipped that on me. They're like, "You chose Houston, Brian. We could have been closer to our family. Like you chose it." And I'm like, "No, I. This is her." thing like right i was like we go you moved to new york we break up she could have done that and broke up with me and that would have been it but yeah I mean, you didn't force her hand at all <laughs> <laughs> you moved to new york we break up or you come to houston and do whatever the fuck i say <laughs> it was, i said i said yes to houston san francisco yeah this podcast and, is definitely getting back to her parents <laughs> to hunt them down. <laughs> chicago is the other one which uh was cool all those uh but she chose houston man that's what got me down here and uh, we a couple of years of chiropractic college. We've lived in Pasadena. That's the schools in Pasadena. That's where my mom's from. Is she okay? Not great. Explains a lot. Yeah. yeah. You live near all those. Okay. Oh, uh, I know. We never lived there. Okay. I lived in Spring, which is North Houston, but uh, okay, That's North funny. North Houston suburb. Yeah. But uh, yeah, pa- you lived in. Pa- you chose Pasadena. Well, that's for the school. I didn't know we were like Pasadena. In our mind, oh, that's for the school. In our mind, was. we're like okay. Pasadena, Rose Bowl, California. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quite the opposite. Yeah. A little bit different. We get down there, and uh, it's terrible. It's Did just, you think that all of Texas might smell like that? Yeah. No, we literally were like, "Oh, so this is what Houston is." No. <laughs> and then I worked in West Houston, so I would drive all the way across the city, an hour fucking commute each way. <sighs> yeah, every day, or not? It wasn't always an hour, but you know, a lot, 45 minutes usually. Yeah. And, uh, and one time I like, I had to get off the I 10. I'm like, I'm going to blow, either blow my brains out. or I'm going to get off and like, just kind of not sit in track, like be moving. Cause it was right, so bad. Right. And I kind of shot through Montrose. I'm like, look at this right here. And, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. so I convinced her to move to Montrose. Stopping at a bar while you were there. Not at that Learn time. something about yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gay. Okay, they bought, they actually got some <laughs> drinks bought for him. It was weird. Just was, really friendly neighborhood. Montrose. <laughs> <Houston>. <laughs> Uh, but we moved into, I convinced her to move out of Pasadena 
moving on up into Montrose, and that house was roach infested. It was gross, uh-huh. like German roaches, the little ones, and uh-huh. they would like shit all over our kitchen. They like ruined like three coffee makers. Uh, and like, I don't know the, why you gotta specify that they're German roaches. I mean, <laughs> we are a German friendly podcast. Yeah. It's just the name of the roach. But, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm also German myself, and I hate. I them. thought you said you were French. Uh, Your French. story's always changing here, Gendron. Uh, French, Canadian, German. It's a melting pot. He's claiming really. literally all. All of the people. <laughs> yeah. All of the white people. Yeah, I noticed that. I noticed that. Yeah, yeah there weren't any other ones that were. But uh, so the colonizers gotcha. Yeah, the um, colonizers. So we, that's where we moved and then, you know, just kept kind of moving on up. She graduated. My job started going good. Got a town home right on Montrose, uh, right next to like this clinic for, that had these meetings for uh, transgendered males with AIDS, like very specific. That's uh, why I found out your building. Uh, I actually took a picture of your office. Was it? Okay. No, it wasn't. No, really like, what do you know about? Uh, <laughs> I do have a pic. I did run it like into your office building, or at least where you are now, mm. uh, and took a picture of it. I think I sent it to you. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. I was like, what the yeah. fuck is this? His yeah. name's on the door and everything. 4101 Greenbrier, yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, these, uh, forget that they're just the people who are dying of AIDS just completely wrecked. Like, they have no, they have nothing, they're, you know. They're nothing to you? We hear you. No, 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 but. <laughs> they're like, gonna cut that clip and You know, who knows, it. who knows, like, what, you know, they, they don't, they just, they don't have anything left. They're about to, about to go out, like. <laughs> It could be volatile. They were all very nice, but what? it could be. Yeah. That's the angle you're going with? Could be. You were concerned about the people that had nothing else to lose because they were dying? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, this is not a good look. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking yeah. with you. No, so, like, sometimes... It, so you had to get out of there. There was some heat, yeah. No, but they actually knocked that place down, and uh, they built up, like, this nice town home. I think it cranked up our property value we sold out oh this was by your house yeah yeah, yeah. i was thinking that's where your office was oh no for no, work no, no. oh i'm no. like that's why i was so confused I was like jesus you can't even work in the same building <laughs> i was like what is wrong with you but i was like no it's by our house like like hurting our property value by our house like this, okay. this what is this was strange it, uh, clinic like yeah legacy community health well, uh, I think it was in the Legacy Network. Like, yeah, when I lived over by. Yeah, a client of mine when I was 18. Yeah, I lived over by Legacy Community. In fact, that's where we take our kids upstairs, which is also kind of sketchy. Like, the downstairs of that is real sketch. Oh, yeah. Well, they but, have like free services too. But it's tons yeah, a of lot people, of free yeah. services, right? But when you get up to the, the children, it's really nice. But mm-hmm. they, now they're just like, yeah, just come right up. Just don't even, don't stop. Yeah. Don't talk to anybody. Don't touch anybody. Just come up to the third floor. So. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously a lot of people in there that are our, dealing with a lot of shit. Our healthcare yeah. is shit. We're both, my, we're both business owners. So we're, uh-huh. yeah, not the best healthcare. What kind of car do you drive again? What uh, kind of townhome do you live in again? <laughs> <laughs> this is what's wrong with the system, people. <laughs> the rich are still suckling at the teat. I'm, no. not, I'm not rich. I just take a, take a lot of risks. Got a lot of le- fully leveraged. Let's put it that way. Okay. Yeah. Was that a weightlifting reference? <laughs> uh, I don't understand yeah. that term. Yeah. Uh, sounds like something a rich person would say. <laughs> But I don't begrudge the rich. I wish I was rich. Be great. I, wish I, I wish I was rich, man. No. Hey, you're rich in friendship. Yes. That's, that's right. That's right. Not rich in comedy, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> make, make a decent money in comedy, which is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, year, actually, that's actually year two. something I would like to talk about yeah. is... So when we first... Or whenever I first met you, you were doing the open mics. I'm not that... Been, I'm been it maybe a year not even a year i don't think you were running the when i got here running shit yeah well i yeah. started running shit really early on because yeah. i'm hilarious uh <laughs> so i was the natural choice good good at crowd work i am yeah that was what that and was i enjoyed that i wish i could get back to it i noticed that right away yeah, yeah thank you um but 
So you started out seeing very hardworking. I was always out there, obviously neglecting his kids, but <laughs> <laughs> they're in bed, dude. That's why I picked up comedy. Yeah. So, um, like I said, very hardworking. And then you start. So how did you go from like, like open mic scene doing comedy? Obviously you were getting better. Like when did you like say, you know what? Why am I not doing some shows here or running some stuff? They found me. So, uh, I mean, I had those skills. That yeah. I, I, I'd run corporate events for a number of years. I'd done phil- philanthropic events. Like I, I was a co-chair of a gala, like a big philanthropy party oh, to raise money. one of those guys. Yeah. I'll never do that again. Gala, uh, not gala. <laughs> no. What? Gala? <laughs> yeah. Gala event? What do you got? It's gala. It's yeah, gala. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I was just trying to take the opposite side of that one. <laughs> what do you say, niche or niche? Uh, niche. No, that's not true. Just depend- I don't care. <laughs> I'd probably say a different bull. Sorry know. for derailing your uh, sentence. There. No, no, either way though. But I had those organizational skills that I'd had from my career and from volunteering and stuff. And so I guess it was just a matter of time. But actually, it, it, they approached me. So one of the nonprofits that I was working with, they're like, hey, Brian, we saw you're in comedy. Would you put on? They a- hadn't seen the video yet, huh? <laughs> or seen you know you had an open mic? No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm with you. I, I gosh, probably. I hope not. No. <laughs> I, well, that's the part. That's the interesting part of the story. So, but he owns a blazer, yeah. and he does comedy. This is our guy. The, yeah, yeah, something like that. But so they asked me to do the, sh- and that's where Ha for Hope came from. Okay. And so we branded it. We started doing this whole thing. I'm not going to name the charity because they threw me under the bus. But like, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, threw you under the bus for what? Well, uh, we don't have to say the name of them. But well, no. So I booked the. Sh- they're like, hey, do this company. They came to me. Said, uh-huh. will you do this? I'm like, yeah, of course I will. It's my big opportunity to like do something in the scene. Right. So I booked. I got at the secret group. Uh, uh-huh. I booked all the comics like Zod and uh-huh. Suntran and Jesse Payton and you know a bunch of comics. So you went real non-controversial with it. I see. Well, that's the whole thing, right? So, uh, okay. so we started selling tickets, and then the 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 uh, one of the higher ups at the organization called me up. She's like, uh, Brian, I, I watched some of the. Some, <laughs> I, I, presumably Jesse Payton. I watched yeah, the video. Presumably, <laughs> yeah, definitely yeah, Jesse Payton. Uh, definitely Jesse Payton on his birthday today. I think it's his birthday today, by the way. Uh, also, His birthday is 420. Also Hitler's. Um, yeah, <laughs> so, it's my parents' anniversary too. Is it? Wow, this day is yeah. loaded. Uh, but anyway, uh, so she's like, Brian, I was up all night thinking about this and we're not going to do the show. And I'm like, all right, I get it. Look, like, uh, I'll rebook it. No big deal. Uh-huh. I know clean comics, you know, like Jim Holder or something, even though sure. I've seen he fills it up sometimes. But he can go clean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can get blue from time to time. Yeah. Andy anyway. Huggins. Uh, yeah, sides. I could do it pretty easily. Even, even that early on. Right. Just a couple months in. And uh, she's like, no, we're just not doing it. I'm like, what? We already sold tickets. What are we talking about? So that then, is super shitty. Yeah. So they're like, and sl- they're like, and you're raising money for them. Right. Yeah. That's hysterical. Yeah. That's pretty bad. And it was meant to be like a young professionals event. Like she's like, my do- our donors, you know, that, that doesn't align with our values and our donors values, but it was young professionals, right? We mm-hmm. weren't like filming it and putting it out there. It was just in that moment, in that room, mm-hmm. to raise some money. So whatever. She, but that was their choice. And sure. then I slept on it and I'm like, man, do I tell the secret group and all these comics that I'm a failure in my first show. Like that well, didn't find a new charity. Well, yeah, that's what we did. Right. So I went to my friend, Brittany a bear from sky high. She's terrific. And I'm like, Hey, um, look, sky I- high does sound like an escort service. So just put that out there. Real <laughs> it is all women that work there. They're all awesome. Is it? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I apologize to the good women of sky high. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a joke. Uh, but I went to Brittany and I'm like, Hey, I got this whole comedy show. We're already selling tickets. I'm like the, the last 
charity gave up on me because they didn't want to take my check to uh, earn by telling filthy jokes. And she's like, Brian, the filthier, the better. So I'm like, all right. (laughs) So I decided I'd run it on my own. It went went pretty well, the first one. And then the second one you were a part of, which that was the worst part of it. His five minutes. Which is why he went last. Uh, I feel like I got fucked on that um, because I had a decent set, but the people had already donated before I even went up. That being said, Tori oh, is hysterical. Last? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which explains everything. Cause I think I, in the audience, I think I got a really good response. I got a good, good, uh, audio recording of that, that night. And that was a fun show through and through. Great. Yeah. Like if you, there's a picture of all of us on stage, like yeah. everyone on that stage is, you know, a lot of fun, funny, funny people. I thought it was funny at the end of the night when they totaled up. You were there? Yeah. I was when they totaled uh, and up. And you didn't like, give anything to me. Okay. No, cool. I did. I was the only person <laughs> that gave money for you. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, oh, $20 yeah, you, for yeah. Radliff. Oh, that's mine. Oh, what a guy. <laughs> uh, I didn't know that. <laughs> secret story. Drew Drew Jordan actually won it. Like a guy came in very late and donated it. We didn't tally it up. But he, he, his intent was to have Drew go over the top. Oh. And he, and that KSBJ God Listens thing didn't really yeah. work out, did it, Drew? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but, it, but Suck honestly, on that. It, was, it was too late anyway. I mean, we already kind of called it, didn't tally it in. Maybe it was a rounding error. Torian was already uh, sized for the belt. And he's the right guy for it. You know, Torian, we're inviting him back. We're about to do volume three. Or, yeah, I guess it'd be volume three. We did a Christmas one, which was was small. We still raised just as much money as I did with, like, the big first one in a small event. I mean, it's a good thing. It's a fun show. It's donating to charity. Mm. Obviously, you're lining your pockets, so good for you. (laughs) Kids need uh, to eat uh, granola bars because you're snacking all those things down. (laughs) So, no, I get that. Yeah. But uh, actually, it's always been a mystery to me. What are your businesses? Yeah. I've I've got... Well, my wife has her business, chiropractic. My business, I have a IT consulting business. That's what I thought. I thought it was like that. Yeah. I mean, I've kind of... For a while, I was really invested in it and really invested in growing it and scaling it. And I just, I kind of got burnt out on it. I'd already kind of, I've been in the industry for 16 years or something like that. And uh, I just kind of found myself not interested anymore uh, over time. And so I still have it and I still do a little bit of work here and there. Uh, when, I mean, and that, that said, if like my customers are listening, I know they're not. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm still engaged when it, when it counts, but like, I'm just, I'm not actively out trying to do business development and growing it. Although I did have to give a talk on cybersecurity last week at a chamber of commerce, with like a hundred people. And I, I was super rusty, but also pandemic, right? I mean, you're not speaking in front of yeah. hundreds of people, technically. I, I wish I knew more about cybersecurity. That is the wave of the future. I'm pretty good. You know, I, that part is good, but mostly what uh, I've been applying now is like data science and like um, like data analytics from for marketing. Google so Analytics. Way, he knows stuff. how to say catchphrases and trick people into spending money, <laughs> yeah. and then finding experts that handle it. Smart man. Smart no, man. I mean I do a lot. Of, I'm a hand, very hands on, like with the show and and trying to help have make sure people find us. I'm I'm right in the trenches of that, figuring it all out, all out on the back end how people are finding us and then uh-huh. investing in those. I was talking about your. IT consulting business. Oh, I don't like to talk about it. <laughs> it, it honestly, unfortunately, it's kind of whittled down to like just mailbox money. Like I, I had to pay my taxes. That today. sounds awful. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a lot though. I mean, it's like a teacher's salary right now. It's kind of where it is. So um, I have fucked up in life yeah. <laughs> so many times. Yeah. But dude, that was, a, I had to grind that shit out that for makes, a year, yeah. like three years to get to a teacher's salary. I thought you were going to say 16 years. <laughs> yeah. I had to grind that out for six. I had to grind that out for a whole three years. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, just to get my own kind of company going, but like, yeah, I've had to put up with that for 16 years and uh, it gets pretty dry, man. You, it's, it seems exciting and it, well, maybe it was no, when I was- No, no, All no. All office work's pretty boring, but- Yeah, it's fair. It's like, I don't, I don't understand. I was talking to a, a buddy about this the other day. I was like, I don't understand those people who love their job. Like, I, I, I like my job okay, <laughs> wow. but like, you need if job. you didn't pay me, I would not do yeah. this. Uh, so- I, you know, I'm in comedy production. I'm in the show business, baby, and I love it, dude. And yeah. so then and that's, and because I love it, I, it's just going to keep getting better. Yeah. yeah. So we mentioned Ha Ha for Hope, very mm. successful charity show. Yeah. So you, that one you got brought into. So I guess you got, you realized that you had a taste for it or you were good at it? Well, it just aligned to what I'd already done. So like the, I've done nonprofit work. I've done nonprofit events for a number of years, just on my own sort of volunteer time. And mm-hmm. so I already had those skills, some of those connections. I knew how the fundraising kind of worked more or less. And so I could just put those together mm-hmm. uh, pretty easily. And then I, we were, our next one, which got put on hiatus, ha ha hiatus, right? You like that? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> is uh, always on brand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, big brother's big sister. So I had like, I'm at a point now where I have, I'm, I'm saying we're going to do a pledge and we pledge $20,000 and then who wants- not risky? No, I mean, there's not really, I don't like sign anything. I'm just like putting it out there and we'll do it. But uh, there's, there's no real risk. Uh, there's risk of me not doing it, I guess. And that, that like hurts my reputation, but- that's- I did a charity, uh, I did for marketing. That's why my major it was in. I had to do a charity golf uh, event for like the Valero Texas Open. Yeah, like done day. those. That's a great uh, course. Too. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, I never played it because I was in college at the time. But I feel like if I had asked, I might have been able to. But yeah, obviously PGA plays there. Mm-hmm. But um, I went to business to business and raised money for that, and I actually made way more money than I was expecting. It was kind of eye opening. I was like, man, people are really willing to to give if it's a good uh, charity, and that was I was like. It's a little heartwarming. As people aren't as shitty as I thought they were. But. <laughs> no, it's just yeah. you. Yeah. Hey, I gave to charity with my comedy. <laughs> yeah, that's it's, crickets. Yeah, Can we put a cricket sound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people, uh, people enjoy getting out and having a good time and knowing that it goes to a good cause. Mm-hmm. And uh, then you just got to make it easy for them to donate. Like our whole format, you, you remember, is like yeah, yeah. you know, if you if you Venmo in some, you know, 25 bucks, I shut your name out. If, if you mm. Venmo in 50 bucks or more, then I've got to read whatever you put on here. Mm. That's fun. Like the Christmas one we did, somebody had me wrap vanilla ice. It was so awkward. Cause I, mean, I just <laughs> oh, didn't want to try to get rich Williams to do it. Instead, he just gave me COVID and that's, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> gave you COVID in a hot set. Yeah. I yeah. bet you he did well. I yeah. Oh yeah. There. Oh yeah. He killed. Yeah. I did a show with him in Corpus Christi. Uh, Bella Luna, you ever do that? No, I'm familiar with it though. Yeah, but and he wrecked for an hour straight. I was like, Jesus. So yeah, he's good. Uh, like club circuit comic for sure. Oh yeah, I like working with Rich. He's great. Yeah, he's he's kind of he's kind of been done a little bit of mentoring for me in comedy too. He said he's bailed me out of some things I got into early on. So oh. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, not doing that. You, t- you gave the old creamy fish hook to that premise? Too many creamy fish hooks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, but what I was going to say was uh, the the one the pledge that we so we had three or maybe it was like almost five that submitted for 2020. Uh, we so I had a committee that I was. I think you were even kind of participating in that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Didn't do anything. <laughs> it's oh, like the I worst, solicited a lot the of worst bribes. committee men. Uh, <laughs> I solicited a lot of bribes. <laughs> but we we, sol- we kicked him off obviously for obvious reasons and so, <laughs> <laughs> and selected uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters of Greater Houston. And, uh, so, you know, the $20,000 pledge. And of course we were supposed to do October last year. Uh, I was going to have Matthew Broussard was, was going to come down and do it all. And that was going to be fun, guy. but yeah, he's great. We had him on our podcast last week, but, um, Oh, did you? Yeah, it was really good. I released it yesterday, but, uh, but yeah, it got postponed. So now we're looking at October this year and we're doing it at big brothers, big sisters downtown, which is awesome. Like mm-hmm. it's a third floor, just a full view of downtown can fit about 300 people in there. We'll pack it out and nice. raise I'm on the hook for 18 more grants. We raised two at that Christmas event. Yeah. Great googly moogly. That's a lot of money. Yeah. So we'll get already, I'm already pretty sure I know I'm going to get down here. So we're starting to get some connections in New York and all that. And there's a few that. Oh, nice. Oh, so you haven't selected who it's going to be yet? Uh, yeah, but I can't announce it yet. That's fine. Yeah. So you, uh, as you mentioned, you have a podcast. Mm. Not really. So it's a podcast and video series, right? Yeah, I might. We'll just call it a podcast. It's a podcast. We also video because why not? I feel like video is a big part of it. Yeah, you're right though. That's a good point because we. Do, th- I was just one of the things yeah. I was going to say. You did right. It's a differentiator mm-hmm. for us. We just. I guess we're. It's. It's frustrating that the YouTube channel doesn't grow as fast as you want it to. Right. Yeah, YouTube is a is a fickle bitch. Um, yeah. It's weird what gets catches fire and what doesn't. I mean, our our Mark Norman one. I haven't looked in a while, but it's probably thirty thousand. Views, what else like, do you want, motherfucker? Yeah. No, that, but, but like, like, I'm real disappointed. In what no, it, that one, but it's because he put it on his. Cha- it's not even on our channel. It's on his. Mm. But it's pretty wild to know that, like, uh. an hour of your content, like, it's not like a 15 second TikTok. It's right. like an hour of me is now being watched yeah. by all those people. And then, of course, Drew went through and looked at the reviews, and he's like, mostly positive, and they usually are. But he's like, there's a few I can't Fuck do. Fuck me! <laughs> Why did I do the goddamn legwork? To look up these negative reviews to <laughs> confront you with. If we ever get Drew back on, uh, we're off that. We should get you both back on and just go through these. Mm. Oh, that'd be hysterical. Yeah, I mean, I'd, do, I'd do it for entertainment. Yeah, but I don't. I, don't, I just don't need it. I don't know. Oh no, I want to feed it to. You. No, I got. Well, no, I can't even remember. I got into it with one guy, and I, I, I just replied no. back. No, I replied back because I'm like, oh, but then I was like, this is too much of my energy to reply back to this guy. But he, he was, he was like, was hey, it Eric Green? Is that who it was? <laughs> he, uh, you, guys are, you guys are tight he, i don't know but he he he's like hey you guys just you guys are not not creative at all you ripped off breaking bad's marketing that was his criticism he, and i'm like you're not doing anything like forget I at, the whole it, it was, show it was very simple for the, me to just logo. look at look at his his you no youtube anything you're not creating anything just right. yeah i don't remember which episode of breaking bad had comedians on Breaking down their sets. Bill Burr. Oh, sh- oh, I see it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I agree with this guy. Yeah. Uh, uh, that random YouTuber has a point. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, the fact that we have the breaking, like the logo, the fact that Bill Burr is going to do our show if he's Is listening. He really? No, fuck no. It's not going to do our show. Not even, not even if he hears this. Not with an attitude like that. I mean, we 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 aim high. We aim real high. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we get Paulie Shore possibly. Probably sure it's coming to Houston. Yeah, the weasel's in town. I didn't like his... his no weasel in uh, the juice. Yeah. <laughs> you ever seen Encino Man? Oh, yeah. Long time ago, though. He had a good run for like five movies, and mm-hmm. that was it. No, but, I wouldn't call it a good run. He had a run. 
Well, I mean, you were, where you made a, money. I was a kid then, and those movies were as a kid. As a kid, those movies oh, it was were amazing. And garbage. In the army now, I like Encino Man, but that was really a Sean Astin vehicle. Yeah, not really a Polly Shore. No, Polly Shore made that movie though. No, he, he was in it for like I bet you the his whole yeah. run time, like screen time, on that is like less than twenty minutes. But the best parts of the movie, not that I remember any of it, but like Biodome was he? Oh, yeah, Biodome was yeah, Bio Bio consistently better, like the worst movie <laughs> of all time. Uh, I'm going to go back Bio and rewatch all these and you're going to be hundred percent right. But I know a, I am. As a kid, as a kid, that's which, true. What was the farm one? Uh, do you remember? Oh, I know. I, I don't remember what it's called, but I know what you're talking about. I saw like all these movies as a kid. I know exactly what you're talking the about. Farm one. I don't remember. Yeah. We don't really get stuck up on Polly Shore movies. Matter. Uh, he did more like, so did you watch his show at the secret group? No, it hasn't happened yet, has it? No, no, the last one. Oh, he's been before? Yeah, they packed that out. Uh, well, I mean, it's it a big name. Yeah, packed it out. And he did more act-outs with the microphone cord than I've seen in my whole career, anybody, like, all added up. Like, he had all these, like, weird act-outs that he was doing. Act-outs or, like, nervous? No, fidgeting? no, no, he was just using it in his in his routine was the audience enjoying what do you call it? hey hold on though what do you call it because people always come up to me all awkward and stuff they're like what is your act about or what is your how how is your routine what is it you know what i'm talking about oh i haven't listened to your routine uh, no but what do you call well, my question my question is what do you call it oh you got your set your, your routine well, comedy we, okay. routine that's fine comedy yeah. routine what do you think your set i would yeah, call, yeah, it. I call it set. yeah so that would be one yeah i guess go-to. that's true what do you call it no i don't know I'm my just, art you pretentious prick <laughs> performance art for yeah. you yeah, stop. <laughs> it's comedy without humor that's that's performance yeah. art <laughs> nice yeah. that uh, movie was son-in-law by the way yeah it yeah. was son-in-law that dude that uh that the dad that guy's a very i don't know who that actor is but i like that the guy who played the dad yeah he's in a lot of stuff but i never got to know always never figured out dad. A, no, yeah dad yeah. in all these movies but never knew his name and Speaking you, of movies, uh, any developments on your your your? your we film next week, man. Uh, yeah, yes. Yeah, so I did a rehearsal last week. See, we're getting Brian on when it's on his stars on the come up. <laughs> a movie star. <laughs> so, uh, you ever seen the the movie Ghost of Sugarland? It's no. a Netflix documentary. I'm familiar with it. I haven't watched it yet. You haven't watched it. Here, it's, it's great. It's okay. It's good. Uh, you sh- I don't know. It's whatever. Don't but, like ghosts. No, it's not about go, but it's they, they interview all the all of this guy's high school friends. This right. guy's now in like hiding, like mo- completely monitored by the FBI. I he was, oh, okay, so he's he's still alive. He's back and alive, yeah. But he went over to he went to ISIS, he, and supposedly he didn't even know he was like joining ISIS. And then when he was there, he's like, oh, this is just ISIS. How could not you not deal. know? He was like a teacher of some sort um, for a couple of years, and then came back here. And the FBI's like, what are you doing here, man? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got connections over there, so now he's in like a ten-year bubble. But anyway, so they they make it a lifelong bubble. Have you not seen that movie? Uh, what was that? That Showtime show with. Homeland? Called? Homeland, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. As a sleeper cell. I haven't. Probably right. But uh, So they interviewed all of his friends. It's all of his friends talking about. So one of his friends is somebody that I, I knew a little bit through this organization called Entrepreneur ISIS. Organization. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right now, this, the this NSA is actually going to be like our biggest flag, episode flag, yet. Flag, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ryan Ginger is in ISIS. So <laughs> the, big re- <laughs> the big reveal. Thank you for saying yeah. it. <laughs> There's the lead-in right there for the, <laughs> yes. for the Makes show. So much sense. <laughs> yeah, it's this shady 
cyber security quote unquote business. Your door is about to get kicked in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a very expensive door. It costs probably like fifteen bucks. <laughs> but uh, so the so the one of the guys I know, entrepreneurs organization, not ISIS, right? Uh, That's how I know him. EO is what it's called. Uh, he was in that mo- that documentary. He's one of the friends, I guess, in high school, or whatever. And now they're making a movie about like an actual movie, or I guess it's actually a series. I thought it was a movie, but it's a series. We're trying to pitch. You to really television. did a lot of research on this thing. You no, signed I, your I name just, on to. I disagree to a lot of stuff. I don't know. Yeah, but, to get that picture. But it got bad quick because uh, the I mean, we had rehearsal, and I was, and they sent me the script a few days before. And I play a pimp, which makes no sense. <laughs> Depends on the pimp. Well, I don't. The don't p- let's the not pimp. throw the, the stereotype of the pimp as some guy with some flashy clothes or uh, some kind of a goofy hat and a Cadillac. Uh-huh. You can be a pimp just like anyone else. Yeah. Well, um, I don't. I mean, maybe like the, the lacrosse coach at Sugarland High School, but not the pimp. Uh, but this is what, this is what they're going to do. A closed mind over here. <laughs> But this is what they're going to make me look like James Franco and Spring Breakers. Yep. You know yeah. Okay. That's very familiar. Which someone they're putting for two days, I'm going to have these fake dreadlocks in my hair. Which is gonna be, <laughs> and I'm considering longer. I'm going to Austin to do stand up at the Creek in the Cave. I might. I is might it, do, so this is based on a true story, like somewhat? The pimp part is not. They're like adding it in. And they, they picked me because I'm a comic and he knows that I do comedy and it's supposed to be like a comedic relief or something. What kind of fucking. I, I, I already You're don't talking about this guy who's gone to ISIS and come back. This is the story, the underlying story. So th- and like, let's get some humor in there with a goofy white pimp. Yeah. That is, so, looks okay. like a lacrosse coach. The humor part's a little weird to me, but like the premise of it is like he comes, he comes back and he becomes like this hero who uses like ISIS tactics to like, to like fight, uh, fight bad people like pimps. He's going to be pimps. in an ISIS promo movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to get recruits to a terrorist organization. Brian, get out now. <laughs> well, that's not even the worst part. You're probably that's right. The ah, that's not the worst part. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> so I have rehearsed. Did, sh- did I show you the video of my rehearsal? No. Oh, I think a- I might have seen like over somebody's shoulder or some kind of yeah, choking, uh, choking a woman. Yeah, an like Asian woman. Right now, 2021 in America, like they have me choking this little Asian girl. She's tiny <laughs> up against the wall and like getting in her face and yelling at her, throwing money in her face. Like it's. This guy might be trying to trap you. This is, <laughs> this is trying to get me canceled. Is exactly. What it, that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, but we, yeah, we shoot next next week, man. So. Are you excited about this? <laughs> I'm kind of not anymore. <laughs> Have you run this by your wife? Like at first I was like, oh, I get to be a movie, you know, get, get, get my SAG car. This is my first, this is my way up. <laughs> they kill me off in the first thing because it's, it's, it's meant to be sold episodic. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's listening. <laughs> there is now. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that we've now they're like, your phone. Somebody's listening on yeah. our phone. Did you sign an NDA? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm an ISIS. That's the, that's, that's the, the uh, we'll just isolate that clip right there. Yeah, he said it a couple of times. <laughs> I feel at this point, he's just rubbing it in our face. Like, like yeah, I don't, I'm not worried about this podcast at all. Um, <laughs> this so, is going to be taken off of iTunes and Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be the day. Uh, I would be leaving some very choice uh, YouTube comments on breaking down bits <laughs> moving forward. Um, but, uh, so this guy, 
there's a entrepreneur just decides he's gonna make a movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, just because uh, of his his. There's some fil- there's some filmmaker. For- there's a group of them that are doing it. It's pretty well done. They have- they're filming for 26 days. They got all their locations. They got. I'm talking to like five the 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 producer the the producer assistant the makeup artist the that's they got all the people. Are you are you the only non actor in the movie? Uh, I'm probably the one with the least experience. I would guess. Yeah. <laughs> How could there be less? Yeah, that's right. I don't know. Have you done other acting that we're not aware of? Uh, I did like some like little commercial things here and oh, there. Oh, God, you like... did gay porn. You call <laughs> <it>. <laughs> that makes commercial a lot of gay sense. porn, yeah. Commercial yeah. gay porn. What other kind is uh, there? I mean, it's not that bad. Like, if you're you giving... don't want underground black market porn. <laughs> Like honestly though, if you're giving and you just kind of like close your eyes and like pretend you're into it, it's just it just feels like. I'll take so. your word for that. That explains the neck tattoo. Uh, <laughs> so you also have a joke uh, in your act about your your shoulder blade tattoo, not neck tattoo. No, it's well, I call it a neck tattoo. That's part of the. Yeah, I, try, I wish that hit harder, but like you know, I have a neck tattoo. I, I thought that would be for, nobody cares, uh, but it's it comes up in my neck. It's a stupid Godsmack logo mm-hmm. that I didn't know was Godsmack <laughs> at the time. <laughs> yeah. So what? Were you wasted when this happened, or were you dead sober? Uh, I th- I think I was high at the time. Uh, on fentanyl? On fentanyl. Something debilitating to the senses? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I should hurt. You have any tattoos? You don't have any tattoos. No, of course not. I have yeah. more sense than that. But uh, Mark, do you have any tattoos? No. Exactly. No, um, <laughs> no neck tattoos? <laughs> like, oh, well, that's such a ballsy move. I was 18, so you just... Oh, you know, okay. That's what I was saying. My, my whole thing was like, keep it... Oh, you li- high on an 18? Yeah. Other than life. No, we were in Burlington, Vermont. And it's just, oh, that's it's a, you smoke weed up there. Everybody smokes weed. I forgot. There. He was fat at the time. He's like, my life is going to turn into nothing. It uh, doesn't matter. Might as well was, tap myself I up. Was pretty, I wasn't fat yet. I was full of hope. and uh, But like the idea was like uh, I would get it so like when I have a professional job, it would sit below the collar. Uh-huh. But when I'm out trying to get girls, it, it, would, it would stick <laughs> up by my... Like literally I have a line that I'm like, it's, yeah. literally, it's like a male tramp stamp. That way they know I'm DTF. Like that was yeah. literally my thought process as an 18-year-old... <laughs> Virgin, like this is the this is the missing ink that I need to get laid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did it work for you? No. Well, the joke <laughs> we were getting into. The no, I know now. the joke doesn't work, but yeah. uh, <laughs> did that tattoo on yeah. the tattoo work for you? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, like hairdressers and shit would be like, <laughs> like, like pull it down, and then you know. So, how long was your wife or... a hairdresser before uh, she became a chiropractor? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Where'd y'all meet? Uh, college. So I was a senior, she was a freshman. And I was like, how am I going to hold on to this college experience for a little longer? So I'm like, I'll right. date a younger girl and live in the town next door. Just be a townie. Savvy, <laughs> savvy move. Yeah. Uh, Where'd no, you go to school? University of New Hampshire. Uh, I was a frat guy. Duh. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah. Social chair. So actually, uh, I was on the podcast with, uh, or the radio with the um, uh, F and Rager. You know those guys? Sounds very familiar. Okay. They're they're on like the local station over in Montrose. Uh they also do it as a podcast. Who runs that? Uh, oh, I can't remember his name. Is it God one of the guys who has kind of like Ned, a lisp or something Ned, like that? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Ned and uh Ned's in the band. Great, pretty good band. I can't remember the name. It's been dude, fuck that you good, for huh? asking me. You know, they're great they're great guys. I can't I just can't remember their names, but Ned for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know what you're talking about, yeah. Anyway. So, Thanks for bringing up more competition on the podcast. <laughs> Fucking jerk. <laughs> uh, and I figure I'm going with us. Don't worry. Messing with F and Rager. Uh, what were we talking about? 
He was talking about how he met his oh. wife. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, and you said, I said this on his other oh, podcast. Yeah, yeah so really, uh, yeah, so the idea was uh, when I was in college, I was in a fraternity and I was the social chair. And those guys uncovered that, like, oh, now you plan, par- like, it's what you do. Like, you plan comedy shows. So, right. like, they're like, that's what you learned in college. I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess that is what I learned. Are they in trying college. to get like 10% of all your future earnings? No, no, but it's very interesting to think about. And, like, sort of the formative years of me and all I was doing was fucking drinking and smoking weed and, and partying and, like, maybe going to class. But I still learned some valuable shit that I apply and use today. Yeah. So, you have a son, right? Two. That's right. So would you proactively promote them to join a frat whenever they go to college? No, that's a good question, actually. So I'm not even, I'm not even dead set that they go to college. Uh, that's fine. You know, you know me. I think you follow me on Instagram. I know you do, stalker. Uh, <laughs> and you might you might have seen that I do some stuff with my kids, like dog treats. Uh, which, oh, no. You are very aggressive at showing everyone every piece of your life. Yes, we all yeah, know so where, so what you, you do every day. Every time you get on the fucking Peloton, we have to see it. I haven't been on uh, in a while. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you do yoga, yeah. it's always lazy poses. I noticed. I haven't done yoga in a while. Yeah, I've been injured, but uh, but injured. No. Yeah, I'm hurt, but I will talk about that. But um, <laughs> but- yeah, we'll get to that. The hell we will. I run this fucking podcast, Jandron. This guy uh, thinks he can direct me, my own apartment. But I tell you, the uh, my son. You know, we're teaching him entrepreneurial stuff. I'm buying German roaches and put planting back in his townhome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm kidding. Uh, we're teaching him entrepreneurial stuff very early. You know, and he learned, he learned a ton in that and we'll go out and do a little bit more, but, uh, made, made some real dough, like, and learned some business terms and things and costs. And so you made uh, some money off your kid's adorable face. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, he I, is an entrepreneur. God damn. Yeah, <laughs> Respect the hustle. Yeah. But, uh, but so look, I mean, if, if he gets into business and school doesn't make sense, he already knows what he wants to do. We're not like dead set that college is the route. Right? Oh, I think we both completely agree with that. Yeah. Like uh, we've yeah. talked uh, a couple of times on the podcast mm-hmm. that college is a complete scam. Like I went, I graduated from college. It wouldn't be a scam if it wasn't T- insane. Texas state. I mean, let's be clear. Let's just make sure. Yeah, it's no New Hampshire University, <laughs> the tiniest state in the fucking union, other than Rhode Island. Nobody gives a shit about New Hampshire. Great ratios. You go to a school with teachers and nurses and a great room. ratio. A yeah. lot of white people. We get it, Brian. <laughs> We're picking up talk- what you're putting down. I was talking about women. Texas yet, State, one of the yet. most diverse colleges yeah. in all of Texas. <laughs> I was talking about Texas State. All teachers oh, and nurses. Okay. It's all. It's all women. Yeah. And, yeah. And they like put a, a river one through ratio it. You still I found there. a way not to get laid the still whole time. Get laid, yeah, yeah. shocking. <laughs> I had a girlfriend for a while. I was there, but uh, that's about it. The pregnancy scare girlfriend? Or is that no, no, that was well before that. <laughs> See, I listen. I listen I, to the show. <laughs> I took a very uh, circuitous route, college word, um, to college because uh, I was homeschooled, and my studying in homeschooling was not great. So I had to take a bunch of remedial classes and and community college. Plus, like it was free my parents were like we'll pay as long as it's community college so i just slowly but surely got all my credits to get my associates and then i transferred to texas state when i was like 22 whoa so you were the old guy on campus yeah it's it's crazy to think about already bald no i was not bald yet um i did find i did start balding while i was in college though Uh, um and i found out whenever i was taking this girl who i was really into it's like hey you want to go get a go get a haircuts she was kind of a tomboy so she had like short hair but she's like let's go get haircuts that's what you're really really into 
Yeah, I'm into all kinds Pixie. of women. I don't discriminate. Pixies. Uh, yeah, that's okay. Um, mm-hmm. But um, we went and got a haircut, and they like showed me the haircut. Because I usually when I would go, it was just like a long habit of mine. I would be like, oh, I don't need to see it. I was like, it's all the same. I've always had like shitty hair. I talked to Matt about this briefly last week. Um, and then they showed me the haircut from behind. I see a little bald spot. That was the first time I ever saw it. Was like, I was with this girl I was into. And then Did she see it. Did she say something. Oh, she knew me. She knew it was there. Cause like, like it's not like was, everybody it around you knows. It was a surprise to only me. <laughs> so nobody told you. Nobody was like. My yeah. buddy would joke with me that was all also bald. Like he was bald way before I was, uh-huh. and I always thought he was just fucking with me. Uh-huh. And that's so yeah. You, you touch it and be like, no, like still to this day, like when I rub my head, it doesn't feel bald. I got this thing where they have to like thin my hair out. That's oh too yeah, much of it. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, uh, you gotta get some some thinning, some watering, a whole bunch of shit when the CIA and FBI get a hold of this episode. <laughs> some waterboarding. Yeah. yeah. But uh, good for you. Good for you. Happy for you. <laughs> See, that's the thing is like, I think if I was a really attractive man, I would still be a, uh, still have a heart of gold. But most people, <laughs> if they're attractive, they would be a piece of shit. Uh-huh. And it's like, it's a like God's way of humbling you or it's just completely random and it's, really based on your parents genetics one or the other mm. see i don't i don't feel attractive. i feel fat like that's because that's that's where i came oh, up you know just, what i mean it's got some people people are always like oh you're attractive so I, don't, I don't feel that way and i so i've i've tried to like come up and address that on stage right if you away. think for a split second yeah. that i'm gonna argue with anything you're saying right now and pump you up no no, no, no. Like, <laughs> you are sadly mistaken no that's not what i want that's not where i was going with this uh like we have broussard on and he's mm-hmm. very direct about it he's like look you gotta i gotta address this nobody wants me to win and that's what like patrick Eady all the time great person for me to bounce joke ideas off because he'll just go brian how do you lose in this joke because they want you to lose mm-hmm. uh, and if you listen to to um to broussard he talks about i lose win and lose and that's like how he some of the rhythms of some of his best bits so you're comparing yourself to matthew broussard right now. Oh, i'm close yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got highly successful no. comedian no but but that but it's, it was, i can see you being similar to matthew broussard and the fact that you might have a cancel scare <laughs> in the not too distant future. Wow! wow. But, uh, no, I'm not. I'm not close to it at all. But but certainly, uh, I will say that 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 is like the writing. The way that we have to write is very similar. And he and he's way more handsome than I am. I can't even. Yeah. Are you really blaming the lack of response to your jokes on your quote unquote good looks? <laughs> is, good look. is this is the conversation we're really having right now? Too good looking for these jokes to work. Yeah. <laughs> That's some uh, kind of mental but, gymnastics that sadly got validated by some dumbass who I thought was an intelligent human being. <laughs> Yeah, that's really one of the Wendy Cummins <laughs> sufferings too. And um, yeah. who else? There's actually not a ton of attractive Nikki comics. Yeah, Nikki Glazer, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, why man, is it that they don't suffer? Why is it what? People don't root against attractive women like they root against attractive men. Well, I mean, I, I talked to this like Corliss Course, a very attractive woman in comedy, and she's like, "Look, same th- with us, we have to come out and address it." So you've brought this up to multiple <laughs> right. people. No, 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 no. Oh, they address it to you. They bring it up to it, you. Uh, yeah, I think so. I don't know. No, how- that's a hard no. I'm calling. <laughs> I don't remember Edie how it unfolded. I'm going to find Matthew Rosard's number and say, "How did this guy bring this up?" I don't remember how it unfolded. It was in the notes heading into the the podcast episode. Like, if you want to be on 
done this, you have to ask me how I get laughs with these looks. <laughs> this is what Corliss said. So Corliss said, his wife proposed to him, guaranteed. <laughs> I'll have it no other way. You will move to Gal or Pasadena, which you buried the lead on that saying you moved her to Houston uh, when it was really Pasadena. And like, and you're going to propose. And she, you probably got a diamond ring out of this too. Yeah. <laughs> a 10 year anniversary necklace. Anyway, I'm sorry. Can I tell you what Corlo said? Okay. Sure. So Corlo said. She's actually been on the podcast. Yeah. I'm, she'll never come back to this house. I'm oh, sure. <laughs> I'm sure she had a good time. Okay. Actually, I listened to part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm a listener. I'm a listener. That's Appreciate true. it. Thanks for supporting. Uh, but what Cora said was that there'll be dudes on dates with their, with their girls and that she, she has That's to, true. yeah, yeah. So, so the girls don't hate her. Mm-hmm. She has to address, she has to become very vulnerable. This is very similar to what Matt said. Um, yeah, but and, have you ever... I mean, yeah, that's true. What she's saying is true. Because mm. that's, I mean, I'm not saying that they're, you know, men and women are completely different, but have you ever been to a comedy show and you're like, I don't like this guy because my girlfriend might think he's attractive. No, my but there's wife. natural feelings there that like that, that's kind of a good looking dude and he's up on stage and I'm just sitting here quiet and he's got the spotlight, you know? You felt that? Uh, I don't, I don't feel those. I just don't, I don't feel anything. I'm empty inside. Cause it's a good looks. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, so uh, you, when you went to a comedy show with your girlfriend, no. so the only comedy show I've been to, I've only been to very few with Elena, like Dan Cummings. You were the one that recommended I go to Dan Cummings. I, I went, love that show. I went with her and we were, you were there as well. Mm. And she hated it. He just, he just wanted, you know, she, she's the, the white woman. He said one thing about like, something about uh oh you know what it was it was vaccinations right oh, and, then, yeah. th- and then she would shut him down for every for the rest of his comedy because he said one thing about vaccinations he's i would assume pro vaccination though he is he is correct so by the i mean i went to, <laughs> I only went to texas state but i would assume that i would mean if that upset her yeah she is against the, the she's vaccination. against most vaccinations uh, she's like a holistic and all that mm. arnica yeah. i'm gonna act like this isn't a big bombshell that we just dropped and move right along. <laughs> Where's the bombshell? I don't know. What do you What do you want? She's against most vaccinations. I didn't say all vaccinations. Just Johnson and Johnson is the one she's most against. <laughs> well, that makes sense. Yeah. So she's down with the freak DNA one, which is cool. Which is one I got. I'm getting another one in a couple of days. I was supposed to get it tonight, but I can't cancel Brian Jenner. And he'll never talk to me again. I'm like I'm already on thin ice with him. Yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna say, already kind of. No, we're good, man. Yeah, I will publicly apologize for my behavior uh, on a recent show, but um, and I've, I hit you up, I hit Trey up, I hit everyone up, but yeah, uh, yeah. But it was uh, that was a having watched it, it wasn't as bad as I was was expecting it to oh, be. You, somebody filmed it. Um, I think it was somebody had it, like on a camera or something like that. Like I gotta but, get this shit. This is... No, it's I'm deleting it from the earth. Uh, I was shocked that your pictures came out as well as they did. Those pictures make it look like I'm like some kind of a. Because well. I look like I actually look happy for those once. heavily doctored pictures. <laughs> yeah. No, Drew Jordan took those pictures, right? Yeah, he does his thing with them. Yeah, he doctored them up. The guy's a wizard with the camera, making me look good in those pictures. Actually, the I, uh, my new um, Facebook picture and Instagram picture and uh, all of that is this picture that. Jamal took that day, like uh, the bar, because uh, <laughs> we went from basketball to the bar. Is the shirt like, with fag on it? Is that the one? That was the doctored picture <laughs> that was supposed to never get released. I told Eddie whenever he made it, I was like, I was like delete this now because like this is not even funny. Like, if this, like you, if you share this out, it's going to spread. And people are going to think this is real. 
I actually have that shirt in my closet. I'll show you. He it has says WAG admitted it. with he a it. W. It's a dog chair, dog walking charity or some shit like that. Um, Are these gay dogs? Is that the? Well, uh, I don't know. I don't know the or the sexual orientation of these dogs. Okay, uh, they may not even identify as dogs. I don't know, but um, it's called Wag. Yeah, and uh, Eddie Avila's cocksucker. <laughs> now that there's anything Why wrong am with I that, not surprised that Eddie did something. Exactly. I mean, it was it was hilarious in the moment because it was yeah. a really good Photoshop job, and I was like, "That's funny." I was like, "Delete that right now." He's like, "Oh, I'm just gonna send it to a couple people." Next thing you know, it's on. Uh, uh, the basketball group chat. Next thing you know, Jesse posted on out to the on a post about uh, homophobia. He puts that picture on the post. Oh, we talked about this already. I was no. furious, and I was like, "Dude, take it down." Uh, anyway, we don't need to get into that. But like, I was pissed. Peyton? Uh, no, Giddings. Oh, okay. The uh, other Jesse. The other. You hear that, Jesse? You son of a bitch. I'm kidding. We've made up since, but I was like, dude. Risky business. My favorite Photoshop recently uh, is Grace Kirk with a gun. Have you seen her profile picture? Mm-hmm. I, was like, I was at that show, too, in Lafayette. She was holding the mic out. Oh, is that and, not real? Yeah. See, that looks like a freaking toy, a toy gun or a real gun. Real gun. Brito, Brito put, did that one. Man, these are dangerous freaking Photoshop. The Photoshop's getting too good in the comedy fakes. scene. Deep yeah, fakes are too good. It's exactly. Getting, I agree. Canceled that way. So that's why he's going to blame this whole podcast. <laughs> he actually never did it. This is a deep fake. He was never on. We just took clips from breaking down bits. And <laughs> exactly, put it into yeah. <laughs> so what do you enjoy more? Uh, so you've, you've done a little bit of stand up. You've done a little bit of producing. You've done a, a show with some big name comics, which I think that's a really, we didn't really talk about it a ton, but breaking down bits, a very good show. And it's furthers comedy which i like right it's kind of like a hot breath in that like it's it's something that coming from comics giving back to future comics which is a great thing yeah i kind of like to think that that's what this podcast is not at all uh no (laughs) yeah yeah that show uh let's talk about sets have you ever listened to that one yeah it doesn't exist anymore right yeah so they stopped making them and i'm like i still want this content and then that so the light bulb went off like, oh, wait, all these comics aren't doing anything right now. They're just sitting in their apartments in New York. And so might as well hit them all up and see if they'll do the show. And started getting yeses, basically everybody we asked. Mm-hmm. And I just kept trying to level up. And uh, yeah, so we were just putting up basically the same content that they were doing in a, in a little bit different way. So he's admitting know. to have ripped off Breaking Bad, the TV show, <laughs> yeah, in another successful podcast, yeah. But they didn't have video on theirs, did they? Well, that was so. I'm glad you brought that up earlier. That's that is a differentiator. <laughs> Keeping your ass out of the fucking lawsuit right now. <laughs> you should lawsuit. put me on the payroll. Yeah. No. Well, that. Well, I don't have nice enough hair. We had to fight for those <laughs> so videos. Goes to fucking true. We had to fight with. Well, um, uh, I'm trying to think of who the parent company is for Comedy Central. Like they would always break our balls about putting their stuff on there, but you can do fair use for educational, and they were fine. Oh, their uh, sets. Yeah, yeah. So, but you're right though. That was I forgot that that we originally started. We're like, hey, let's also add the visual element, and that will make us different than. Do you not do that anymore? No, we still do. Oh, okay. yeah. It's an, that, you're right though. It's how an, are you not? How is that not the lead? Do you want to get more traffic to your YouTube mm-hmm. channel? Mm-hmm. It's a great like that's what i like about because like you can get the most you can get most of it from the audio right but a lot of comedy is non-verbal it's sure. like like 
the way you make like you bulge your eyes or you, the way you turn your head or yeah you look sad or look happy or whatever yeah we sh- we we were i was putting a ton of effort into youtube initially mm. um a lot of the efforts transferred over to the to the stand-up show you know the right that makes sense but well luckily you didn't take your co-host from that show and make him also your co-host for your comedy shows. Well, <laughs> oh wait, that's exactly what you did. That is. So well, it's called you, division of labor, Brian. Do I need to break this down for you? <laughs> New Hampshire College is looking worse and worse by the moment. But uh, no, he's a great guy, so I, it makes sense. Yeah, I had him on my other podcast this weekend. Oh yeah, well he's great. He's a guitarist, and he was did you did y'all review a Thrice album? Yeah. No, but he did bring up Thrice. Of course he did. <laughs> He has three thrice tattoos that I know of and literally wears a thrice jacket on the regular. I've never known somebody so obsessed with the band. I assume that he has some kind of a contract he wrote with the, with the devil. It's like, look, you give me another chance. Um, I'll promote thrice to the end of my life. I didn't really go where I was so expecting what do you think to go. Did, what do you think he did wrong? To oh, gay sex, obviously. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's, that's, that tracks. Those those Nashville years are a real blur. I'm sure. It all sounds right. Yeah, uh, but no, yeah. So those those preachers' kids. It's always there's always the suspect he. Uh, but we were so you know if you think about it though we were forging sort of these relationships with these comics and then we unexpectedly when things open back up they all want stage time now and so they're we're hitting them all up like hey you want to come down to houston because we're open and they're all like yes exactly let's go and so it's natural yeah. so we've been able to book all these comics and then um the trick now is and not a trick but what we're doing now is just like making sure they have the best experience possible while they're here um like like when ian lara was here didn't sleep like I was, we were, we did the Lafayette shows, drove back, got home at 3 a.m., back up at six because I've got kids, and then out to brunch with comics, and and then you know the show starts, and then up all night, and da, 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 just didn't sleep, you know. Sounds real tough, real yeah. cross to bear over here. Yeah, well, it is, I mean, that worry that worry you down. But what's, it's, it, what's it's, Drew doing during all this? He's not sleeping. Yeah, he's right, right next. So to that's me. what I'm saying. Like, why would I split? I mean, do whatever you want to do. Obviously, it's working. Uh-huh. But like, why wouldn't y'all like, okay, one person covers it and the other person gets to relax and vice versa. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. We'll get better at it, I suppose. But, you know, the first one, it's you all- both trying to soak up as much talent from these other people as possible. <laughs> yeah, just osmosis. <laughs> like, being Yeah, be near. real friendly. I'm like, hey, yeah. we go to New York, we'll get booked on stuff. No, but if you, well, that's, we got a bunch of those coming up. Like the Lafayette Drive back. So I've got another one with Jay Jordan and Will Loden because Drew's out of town. So Drew, uh, Will's stepping in. Nice. I got Will, one. hilarious. Been yeah. on the pod. Oh, I can't wait, dude. He get, he helps me with my joke writing so much. He's um, very good at that. Yeah. yeah. Well, he understands me. At first thing, he gets to understand sort of you and your sensibility and he gets me. And then he's just good, great joke writer. So it's it was it kills. And I, I start him. He just punches him up, right? I feel like you uh, said that very defensively. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, do you? Does he? Is he ghostwriting some of your jokes right now? <laughs> yeah. Y'all styles are insanely different. Yeah. No, they but are. But he's a versatile writer, so it's possible. Yeah. He did write jokes for a while, I think, for a living. I don't have any. Now that I think of it, though, I don't think I've done a lot of his. He's, did you hear him backtracking real quick? <laughs> <laughs> I'll credit people. I've got a Dan Hornstein joke that I've used. Dan's helped have, me with jokes. Uh, same with Drew. Drew and Dan both have. Those are the only two. Drew Hallway? Comments. No, Drew Jordan. Yeah, I'm kidding. <laughs> were you, were you, hey, by the I way. I fucked with the mic stand for a couple of seconds. By the way, were you at. 
uh, Liberty Station. Yes, it was hilarious. Good God, but the batteries that killed uh, me. Was, you missed it. Uh, Drew Hallway, Enemy of the Pod. Um, <laughs> I like how you called him Enemy of the Pod. <laughs> <laughs> enemy of one of the enemy three hosts. Enemy of one. <laughs> yeah. Um, did a, a set at an open mic here, and he told me ahead of time this premise. Uh, he said it like in a group chat, and I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds funny, but how are you going to stretch that for five minutes? So the whole premise was like, they're going to be a band. They're going to be setting up the material, uh, setting up his keyboard for five minutes and then never get to any of the, the music <laughs> uh, or jokes or whatever. And um, it was him and Jesse uh, previously mentioned Giddings. Um, and they go up there and it was hysterical. Like Drew's like got this, this keyboard where it doesn't it has batteries, D batteries, <laughs> uh-huh. and it didn't have the back to it. <laughs> yeah. So whenever he would flip it over onto the stool, all these batteries would fall out. So first he loads up the batteries, and you have to kind of watch him do yeah. it. And he's like, he's clown like trained, yeah. and it's, he's so comfortable with that shit, like just acting out and with no in silence. Yeah. And uh, oh god. Build and Jesse did a great job. He had a couple of jokes like off the top that were just kind of riffing on their goofiness. He had like a guitar case. Like, yeah, this is my grandfather's guitar or something like that. It's been passed down. He opens up the guitar case and it's like this little kid's guitar. It was a little sight gag. I didn't love that part. I, <laughs> I told him. I, I just hated after. the Jesse part. No, no, no. No, I thought Jesse did really cool. He, the thing where he got everybody chanting was awesome. Like, mm-hmm. you know, brother, what, what song was Seven it? Seven Nation Army. Seven Nation Army. I thought that was really funny. But like, that's I, the ba 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 ba, right? Ba 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 ba. Yeah, yeah. So he. Uh, I said but, it way too fast. <laughs> I went up to him after him. Like I, I would have, for me, whatever, I would have preferred it to be a real instrument. Like you're stringing the guitar strings or something else that was similar that could they could find the funny in it. Then it be a because once the once you pull out the toy guitar, that's the moment, and then that's it, right? It's the it's the you were expecting something better, and then here's this guitar. It didn't pop like I I I don't know. It didn't the pop. whole set went great. I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah. I'm just saying like if I were to if I were Jesse, to you heard it here first. You can beef with Brian now. Um, <laughs> right put aside set. all of your other beefs. Which there are multiple, <laughs> and go after Brian. No, I'm kidding. I'm not. I'm just fucking with you. That's, so yeah, everyone's got their own uh, um, ideas. I, I would actually kind of like, kind of agree with that. I mean, I don't know what the string of the guitar. That's still kind of one one note thing. Yeah. As well, no. Have you ever strung guitar? Obviously yeah, not. I've, I've played bass no for many years. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. you yeah. played bass? Slap it bass, bass guitar. Yeah. What did you think that was going to get you pussy? And that's exactly why I started doing it, I and it, it. did. <laughs> What? That's how I got my first girlfriend. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, yeah, suck on that neck tattoo. <laughs> my of, shit worked. Kind of, <laughs> what kind of, it's not so permanent. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can just literally put it put, down. Put my face away yeah. and have sex. You have to have sex with the neck tattoo. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had mirrors on my uh, ceiling for completely different reasons. <laughs> I didn't want to see my neck tattoo uh, while they fucked me. Uh, anyway. So you've strung guitars before. Yes. Uh, so it's a just, very laborious process. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's not the thing. Like, you could do it and, like, snap a string. And, you know, that there's, could be there's funny. things that you could do in there, maybe. That's just it's one expensive idea. expensive prop. I don't know. Strings are cheap. Yeah. But can you guarantee you could snap one real quick? The little ones. The you can e snap string? Plus, yeah. the fucking lawsuit, those things snapping. Cutting uh, people in the front it'll, row. it'll hang on. Are you standing on top of them? Yes. Have you been to Liberty Station? Yes, I have. Yeah, the seats are right there. You're not gonna. It's like, you got batteries flying in your face. Maybe there's <laughs> strings flying everywhere. Some battery acid all over the crowd. <laughs> I think. That, yeah, that would be. That's next. That's the next step. Actually, 
Uh, I think he did. Didn't he say something like to the effect like originally? Because I know he's done something similar to that on Facebook Live where he brought out that little guitar. It makes noise. Uh, I think he said he wanted to get like a mic up to the guitar, okay. but they didn't have enough mics because mm. it actually he's played. I think he's played that song on Facebook before. Oh, we can actually play like music on that, on that guitar? little guitar. Yeah, it, hey. it makes like monotone. Like, what's the word for it? It's like one note on these little. You're a music guy. This is this is a kind of tangent. Po- for the people not watching, you pointed to Mark. <laughs> you are not. You. I, 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 he, even Adam though I has, just told you, Adam I has bass. no taste in music. No. <laughs> but, but listen to this. So is this so is this kind of a, a, a statement or something that makes sense? But like, I think like is John is do we are we really comfortable with John Mayer being our last great guitarist? Because I think that. Guitar Hero has just take, wiped out an entire generation of kids that would actually have played guitar. Yeah. And now we're just stuck on John Mayer. Unless there's been somebody since. I don't I know. Bl- there I hasn't been anybody on. since him. Yeah. And Guitar Hero did deter a lot of people from playing guitar, in my opinion. Because I'd been playing guitar for like 10 years when Guitar Hero came out. And then I, well, my friends would be like, oh, you should come play this game. It's just like playing guitar. I'm like, this is nothing like playing guitar. It is I was similar like, Why to playing bass, though. <laughs> bass, yes, but guitar. So then they'd be like, oh, I can shred on Guitar Hero. I'm like, yeah, but you can't play, you know, three chords. Come on. That's like <laughs> That would be a... Sorry, go ahead. I mean, that's just one of those things. Like, that skill does. This is nothing. Like, exactly. Like, there's some dexterity and like and like controlling something. But this is like, what is the, like? I don't know. I guess timing and rhythm. Yeah, it's, it's timing and rhythm. If you have good timing and, and rhythm, you can play guitar here. But yeah. you need you can play real guitar with timing and rhythm. But there's a lot more involved with it. Yeah. And John Mayer is a decent guitarist, but I mean, come on. Yeah. It may exist already. My brother was like obsessed with this idea like a decade ago, or whenever Guitar Hero first came out. It's like there needs to be a game like Guitar Hero and the fact that you're, you can play with a whole band, but you're actually playing with a real guitar that plugs into the jack and like you're practicing. Because that's especially with bass, because like guitar, that's one thing. Like you're playing, like you're the lead of most songs. There, there you're having to practice bass, right? Like in the absence of the rest of the band, it's boring as fuck. There was a program that came out, I believe it was a computer program called Rocksmith, and you plugged your guitar into your computer, mm-hmm. but it was m- less game-oriented and more, like, lesson-oriented, and it's I... boring as fuck. Well, basically. The <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. In the beginning, that's fine. Yeah. Right. It was like, you need to get the fundamentals, or you're not, you're not going to be able to practice with right. the band, but, like, the you should be able thing, to level your way yeah. up. I'm like That just seems like a... What I tell anybody when they say they want to learn an instrument, I say, one, understand that you need to stick with this for at least a year because the first year you're going to hate yourself. Yep. You're going to be so frustrated. I said, the second thing is, I was like, it's a lot like comedy. You are going to suck for a long time. And you have to, I didn't get good. I didn't get, I should say, I didn't get decent for like five years. And then after five years, even still, I was like, I need to work a lot at this. Yeah. But co- it's so I'm, rewarding. I'm frozen at a level it. right now. And it's just, like you said, I have of to guitar work. playing. Yeah. I would have to work a ton to get better. And just, I don't have that kind it's of, it's a lot of work. I bought, I bought a looper pedal. And I want, I want to mm-hmm. start doing some comedy stuff just to fuck around a little bit. Maybe just cause I, I, don't, I can do whatever the fuck I want in my show. So I can come out and play. If I want. <laughs> yeah. Nobody He's can- drunk with power. people. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. He's trying to see how he can fuck up these shows. Yeah. <laughs> that was my dude. I, in high school, that was one of my first comedy things. Was I would, I would play guitar around the fire and like make, take like pop songs and like make fun of people. Like I was roasting people with the guitar. 
Because um, there's so one thing that people associate with Brian Jenner, and it's uh, wittiness <laughs> and riffing. <laughs> but um, I think that guitar, like all instruments, are infinitely harder than stand up at the very beginning, at the minimum. Like, because you can, a lot of people, I think most people, could formulate a joke. Now, whether it's five minutes of a joke, not so much, but like at least a joke that will get a laugh response from somebody or it could be a group of people. Like I said, even bad comics should be able to get at least a laugh. I think you're, that's a harder skill than I think you're leading on. I think to write a joke. Yeah. I'm not saying it's easy, but compare Like I'm saying from never doing it before Mm -hmm. to trying it for the first, let's just say the first 10 times somebody could get a laugh. Okay. You do 10 sets. You will find a laugh in your set. Yeah. Guitar, especially guitar. You'll find a note in your, you'll find the, well, there's a difference between a note, and being able to go up on to an open mic for guitar. I don't know. Like you, you have to be able to play. When was, how long do you think it takes to be able to play an entire song? Depends on how much you practice and if you have a natural talent or not. That's true. But I just think music is people that have never played a guitar or, or instrument underappreciate how difficult. Oh, it's super hard. Yeah. But if you put, but if you just took the energy that you put into open mics and 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 writing, and you don't do any of that, but like <laughs> so drinking at open mics, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but all that stuff, and then you add that up and put it towards a put an axe in your hand, you know, a guitar in your hand. You, I think you'd pick it up pretty fast. I like how he said That's, axe and immediately switched to guitar because he's getting me off Jason. What's it? What, Bateman vibes. <laughs> Is that the character from? American no, Jason, Jason Bateman's an actor. actor. Damn it. I knew it. I said it. That doesn't sound Jason right. Voorhees, man. No, no, no. I'm He's talking about the guy from American Patrick Psycho. Bateman. Patrick oh, Bateman. Patrick Bateman. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was relatively close. You were. You got the last name right. Yeah. You've seen that movie, right? Mm-hmm. Relate Psycho. to it? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Reservation at Dorcia, right? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Good movie. Good movie. Yeah. What, what are, like, so what else... My hobby horse. What shows are you watching right now? Uh, I watch a lot of comedy. <laughs> that's I, the, I don't. That's the truth of it, man. I watch a ton of comedy. Um, I don't watch a lot of much. I'm, I'm, I'm rather, I'd rather create than be on the consumption side. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last show that I kind of watch, I'm sticking with, is called the For All Mankind. It's on Apple TV. The uh, one service I don't have access to. You don't have? Do you have an Apple phone? iPhone? Yeah. They just gave it to me for 12 months. Look into it. They got some good shit on there. Did you update something and they just gave it to you? Or? I don't know, man. They just emailed me one time and like, you get 12 months for free. I don't read my email, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> much less spam. But they got some good, like, so a lot of the shows I've watched is on that. Like, Morning Show uh, was great. Don't Steve Carell and You're, Jennifer I Aniston. Literally just told him the one channel I don't have. Uh, <laughs> and he's naming up all the great Ted, content on Ted there. Ted Lasso. I'm just going to keep doing this. But <laughs> Ted, Ted Lasso is great. They bring that back for another season. So, I mean, I'm just being honest. Mm-hmm. Did you ask me? Those are the shows that I've been watching. Do you not have Netflix? I watch Netflix. What do you got? What's what's something I should be watching? I probably I don't know. I watch some Dark. Stuff. No, I don't watch Dark. Very good. Is it good? You watch uh, it? You might not like. I've it. seen like most of the first season, and I haven't finished. The, is it very good? It's it's good. The hard thing for me is reading on the subtitles. I, for some reason, for me, that just mm. takes away from the enjoyment if I have to read when it's in a different language. Right. I love the idea. You I love the premise of the show. Voted. I, but Florida I said it was a, as one of your top five shows. Yeah, but that was that, strictly subtitled. Yeah, but Which the one? difference was that was so way more compelling. Oh boy, uh, 
So I, I have sub- subtitles. <laughs> subtitles are always on at my house because we got kids and they're always banging around and shit. So you yeah. have to have the subtitles on to keep with anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually am like, it's, in, I think it's when you get to a certain age and you just, it's your body physically presses the subtitle button. Um, I enjoy subtitles, but I do find that it distracts me a little bit from just watching what else is on screen. Yeah, it can be Even if I can hear fine. Mm-hmm. And then if you watch a Chris Nolan movie, you have to have subtitles because the fucking music The audio is so too loud. loud. <laughs> yeah. the, the, it's like whispering the whole time. What else, what else you got for shows? Uh, actually, I'm like drawing a blank. Invisible, our Invincible is good. Amazon Prime. It's like a cartoon, but it's like, like a, for you know, adults. Man, I don't get into cartoons much. I, I watched a bit of F South is Park. For, F is for Family. Yeah, I've, I've, I'm caught up on the South Park ones. The, I love the South Park. Ones. Unapologetically, always will. I watch well, The Daily Show, usually. With Trevor Noah? Mm-hmm. That's a hard pass. Yeah. I watch the beginning. I don't watch... I usually don't follow through all the way. Uh, speaking of which, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Ashton Womack, mm-hmm. officially on, on staff now, which is cool. Yeah, good for... Yeah. 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 He's a funny guy mm-hmm. from Houston yeah. comic. I don't know if he's from here originally. I assume he is. Yeah. But he yeah. got started in comedy in Houston. Yeah, I believe he is. Yeah. yeah. Very funny. Um, I'm trying to think. I watch a lot of like YouTube. Like I'll literally just throw on the Comedy Central YouTube channel and just let it go. And so that's interesting. I'm a comedy nerd now. I used to watch sports. I don't watch any sports. Same. Ever I since I started sports. watching or doing comedy, my sports fandom has gone it's into so, the toilet. so good, dude, because, like, sports is so fucking useless. Like, especially, like, like college. I used to be a college basketball fan for a while. Uh-huh. And, like, it's you for a year. There's one year, and then it's the next. There's no, you know. You can't get vest, like, invested in anyone no. too long. Big Patriots fan. I gave that up after Tom Brady left. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not, like a, it's not like it bit you on the butt or anything. Like, he went to the, a team and won the very next year. Yeah, we. Uh, I still meet up with my friends every year. We go to a different city. We'll go to a Pats game. We didn't do it last year because of COVID, but we'll continue that, which is great. Cause frat do, buddies. I'll, yeah, yeah, old frat buddies. We'll do. I'll do comedy. They all drink. I don't drink anymore. They all drink. So I'll just. I'll just. You know. What was your drink of choice? That's a good question. Uh, IPAs. You drink a lot of IPAs. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's really it. I didn't drink a lot of liquor. See, Most frat guys, I associate like Keystone Light. Oh, back in the day, hell yeah, uh, getting a case. 30, thirty packs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thirty of keys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was the big thing. That was the big thing. You buy me a 30? Because, you know, as I was younger, Mm -hmm. frat house, trying to find who's going to buy you a 30. What was your degree in? Uh, Marketing. Yeah. Me too. Business administration. Yeah, but I'm good at it. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I did uh, uh, four and a half years. (laughs) Four and a half years. Hanging on to the party. (laughs) So, uh Real quick before we wrap up, do you have any shows coming up that you want to shout out? Yeah, uh, I do. I've got a sh- regular show at Rudyard's called The Riot. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a lot of fun. We spend a lot of time making sure that the audience really enjoys themselves, which means we have great crowds. And we've sold out every show in 2021 so far. We're 17 for 17. Fantastic. Yeah, so we doubled back and we started adding more shows. So now we're there every weekend. We were there every other weekend. So now we're there uh, uh, Friday, every other Friday, every other Saturday. Sort of, I don't know the best way to describe that, but every weekend. And then we doubled, we booked all those with big comics. And now we doubled back and added shows for local. We didn't want to neglect the local scene. Right. So we added all these theme shows. And so those are going to be every month. And so I'll just quickly run down those. The first one is called Live, Laugh, Love, which is a relationship show. 
Uh, the second one is Comics You Should Know, which we've been doing, and right. um, uh, that's been really successful. Yeah, that's, he's been doing. I've never been invited on um, it. Uh, we've done... I, well, I, I, gave, I made a poster of Comics You Shouldn't Know, and it was just Adam. <laughs> was it really? I, I sent that to you. Oh, I don't remember that. I must have been drunk. Uh. Uh, so Comics You Should Know, that's the second Thursday. The third Thursday is the interruption with Trey Tutson, which he's never welcome back to. <laughs> <laughs> I still need to go see Interruption. Oh, it's, it's great. a great show. It's like that's a next great one's show. my birthday, May twentieth. So it's gonna be fun. Ooh, and then okay. um, the last one is uh, called Rideshare Confessions, like taxi cab confessions, but rideshare, so longer stories from comedians. So those are all gonna be fun. And then the the, the headliner stuff is great, man. I already mentioned like Jay Jordan, Nori mm-hmm. Davis. Um, got so many big names coming through. Uh, Tom Takar. Uh, every weekend we got somebody coming through with TV credits, so it's going to be a lot of fun working with those people. Fantastic. The Riot, the Riot, HTX.com. Check us out. Yeah, Unfortunate yeah. naming when it first came out. Yeah, like right in the middle of Black Lives Matter. Yeah, that was tough. Uh, yeah, but it's obviously, it's got a different meaning. I want to really. specify Black Lives Matter riots, yeah. not just the them in general. Yeah, well, yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter, but... Um, <laughs> Stop trying, trying, trying to like cancel me. I'm like, trying to save you. you I'm trying to from? correct your statement. And then, uh, okay. <laughs> Can't uh, be bothered. <laughs> well, you know, it had a different meaning than the actual violent riots. This is a laugh riot. Right, 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 right. Explosive right. laughter ensues after mm-hmm. good comedy. So that's why you don't but understand. Shows cannot <laughs> endorse them enough. They've been like packed out shows, great audiences. Look, trust me. Of all people, I thought it was like this is not going to work. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I figured this just, based on like the charity show you did, like your business acumen, I was like this is going to work. So I wasn't shocked there at all. No. Yeah, the Riot HDX where you find us. Mm-hmm. If you want, look. If there's people comics listening, email us at comedy at theriothdx.com and send us your tape and EPK coming at us from all angles, from all, all over the country. So we're getting, you know, booking requests all day. I'm trying cool. to be the best I can at getting back to everybody, but it's tough. So what's the division of labor on booking that show? Uh, uh, is it like you? Is it a bit of Drew? We, we usually, I've seen some questionable choices. That's all I'm going to say. No, I'm kidding. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. I'm uh, kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, Did no, we say on, on, while we were recording that Juice crushed it the last... Uh, yeah, Juice Maxwell crushed Juice it. Juice Maxwell yeah. did a phenomenal job. He stacked the deck a little. He had his friends up front, but he did... You know, <laughs> I didn't know he had friends there. I knew yeah. his sister was there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was great. He did a couple, like three applause breaks, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> so like, and like uh, the first two people that went up, yeah, I was like, maybe this crowd is a little timid because I was like, and because they did, they did okay, but I was like, it didn't erupt yet. There was no like, just like rolling laughter. Yeah. And then Juice got up there and just crushed like the first joke and just kept it going. Well, the lazy terrorist joke is. Oh, that's a great it's start. So good. Yeah. It just opens it up for him every time. It's, it's very funny. I'm glad we were able to get him on. And then I had to follow him and I was doing all, like all my newer material. Mm-hmm. And I just had to fight for every laugh. Like I was able to get through it and did okay, but I had to like pull it out of him each mm-hmm. time, uh, which is fun. He didn't even do any of his squirrel material either. I know. I was disappointed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've never, I, I, I don't remember these jokes. Everyone references them. I like, I don't remember ever seeing him do those jokes. Everyone talks about it. So he doesn't really do them very often, but I, I, I kind of want to see him now. You got it. It's gonna be on his greatest hits album. He's 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 going places. He's our sound guy at the riot too, so, or one of the sound guys. Him and Nick Bermea. 
That's cool. Are you giving opportunities to comics here in town? I mean, you're making tons of money off of the back, the backs of our hard work. Now. <laughs> <laughs> we try, you know, we try I'm to kidding. pay better than than other shows. We we believe if we pay better, then if it comes down to it, when secret groups back open and, other, and more shows are available, that they'll choose ours over theirs. If if mm-hmm. it, if it comes down to it, in most cases, you can do both too. Is but, it going to be a competitive thing? You think? I mean, there's only so much talent to go around. I don't think it's going to thin out that much. But I'm just saying, like, if somebody's going to, if they on a Saturday night, if they're looking at two different shows and it comes down to it, we want to make sure that they're like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, the riot has good crowds and they pay well. You know? Just people don't double book. Just yeah. don't double book yourself. Yeah. It's that simple. So like, they, are, you and did shows there, right? I mean, that's like, it's, C group. Yeah. Right. It's a fun venue. Yeah. So what happens if like to the Rudyard's, thank God they started doing comedy, um, out, outside of their their Monday night open yeah, the mic, the room would just sit there idle. You know, yeah. they had some music, which was which is it's known for music for a long for decades. They they music has been staple there. Do but, you think that after COVID opens up, they're gonna they aren't they're not going back to music? No. Smart. I mean, obviously, you and and Dusty and a couple of other shows there. Yeah, there's a brunch show there now. Yeah, there's uh Doug and Doug. And, oh, Filth is there Filth. now. Nick's yeah. Filth. Yep. Yeah. yeah. This is a fun show. Have you done that one yet? I've never done filth. I like going to it. I like watching the beginning of it because it's really that's kind of to the back of the room. I mean, oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Uh, so that's that's a great show if you're a comic to enjoy. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if I'd enjoy it as an audience member personally. Uh, some of them do. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Sometimes they get into it. And it was like fun. two of them ago or something like that. I got on and had a lot of fun. Like it said, did a little riffing, uh, a little crowd work. It was which um, Doug is. Is Still that? king of crowd yeah, work in Houston. Great. He really is. He's so yeah. funny. Was yeah. that the one you took a date to? You took a no, date. No, that was a, that was uh, that's a whole nother story. So I I went and I took my lady to see Dan do filth. Uh, so I didn't know that there was a second show, and so I left. And Dan texted me like an hour later. He's like, "Hey, where'd you go? You disappeared. I have a second show." I was like, "Oh shit, I didn't know." I was like, well, how's everything going? He's like, oh, I'm waiting to go up. He's like, Rad lives here with a woman. I was like, oh, is he on a date? He goes, yeah, and it's not going well because she's definitely not smiling. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was not a date uh, for the record, and we were not dating. Yeah. Why was but she yeah, why was this unhappy? Was she against It's her a will? long <laughs> story that we're not getting into uh, here. Uh, let's just say she was part of ISIS. <laughs> I probably know her. Yeah, yeah, yeah you probably do know her. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, that was a, that's a we can get into that someday. But like, yeah, that's a, that's a long story. No, no worries. Yeah. Um, so, do you have any social media you want to share? Uh, yeah, at the Riot HDX is a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Breaking Down Bits is another one. Those are two fun places to get me in comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Cool. My, mine's at the Brian Gendron. That's, you can find me a lot of places. I got a lot of surface area. It's Brian with a Y? No, it's Brian with an I. You're welcome. I got to fucking spin <laughs> feed this guy. I'm trying to help this guy out. But, I only uh, know one Brian with a Y, so I don't think that's Yeah, very I don't common. know very many. I Brian Vigio's with a Y. I try not to associate with them. Yeah. Well, that tracks. I like Brian. We, we always have a good I never see him, though. You don't hang out in the same circles? No, he's up at Mac. He's he works at McIntyre's. I don't drink, so I don't really see him very much. Oh, is that a bar? Mm-hmm. The Heights. I need to go to the Heights more. I need to move. Any recommendations on where to move? I looked into buying a house. Fuck that. Yeah, the prices are like an all-time high. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you don't want to buy houses right now. Yeah, this is a dump. Very <laughs> close to where I live right now, which I think you can attest. Not the nicest part of town. Uh, 
and it was like from the seventies, worn down. It's like not a whole lot of square footage, according to my realtor. I don't really know how that works. Mm. And it was two hundred thousand dollars. Like, you get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. But anyway, mm-hmm. I digress. Oh, if you ever need help looking at a house, let me know. I can help you with that. You size me up. And get some kind Not of you. I'll size up the real, house. The realtor. <laughs> <laughs> I can call the realtor out in their shit. Who do we have next week? Um, Pat Thomas. Pat Thomas. Tugboat captain himself. We said it. So if you don't, if you cancel again, I'm going to look like a real asshole, Pat. So don't fuck me. Um, but yeah. He has canceled before. <laughs> yeah. We were able to get somebody to replace him. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Someone much funnier and less cripple. Um, Is he still doing his show? Uh, no. You should, you should ask him about that. He told me like a couple of weeks ago that he had recorded a new episode. Stay the course. Yeah, stay the course. Actually, I really enjoy that podcast. I don't know why I said actually, but <laughs> I do enjoy his podcast. And um, quite uh, opposite of the title of his show, he has not been staying the course. Yeah. And has been uh, slacking big time. Consistency is the name of the game. That's y'all do that very well. Mm-hmm. That's what we do a breaking down bits. We we have a lot of fans and stuff, and we just like we're gonna do ten block seasons so they mm-hmm. know when to expect a show. It's important. Right. He, and he he was good with that. I guess he's fallen off a little bit, big time. Staying the course. Apparently, he's been practicing basketball this whole time. He came out <laughs> to the, our three on three, or not our three on three, but our comics basketball Saturday game, and was dominant just because he was a fucking shit brick house or brick shit house. I always fuck that up. <laughs> he was throwing people around. Anyway. Well, thank you, Brian, for coming on. It was a blast. I appreciate you coming out here. Thanks for having Follow me, Follow all of our shit. Watch our episodes. Call, email, do all that shit. Yeah. Where are we on Instagram? That's a good question. <laughs> wow. uh, I'm so used to saying the other one. No underscore yeah. country. Uh, underscore. No, on Instagram, it's no underscore country podcast. <laughs> this fucking guy. It's been a while since I've done that. Do you see that post I made about Jolly? Yeah. Facebook? That was amazing. Oh, you didn't care? You didn't like it, though, huh? No. I, don't, I try not to like your stuff. I don't want you to get too big of a head, so I'm trying to help you. Real lurker <laughs> over here. Piece of work. All right. Well, hey, thanks for coming on. I see you're, you're very busy into your cell phone now. We kept you for <laughs> an hour and a half, so that's I on got, us. I got things to do after the podcast. You have Arnica to go by. Um, <laughs> Has to go make money. Yeah, he's trying to make money over here. Adam, he Adam, has to go uh, lose a couple of cars on his way back to his next meeting <laughs> to plan the next terrorist attack. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you. accomplished. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, nice. Brian. Thanks, Brian. See you next week. Thank Bye. You. Bye. Bye.